Welcome to Music Ranked, a special production from the Toddcast Podcast. Each month, Todd and I review some of our favorite bands and musical acts. Stemming from a list Eric made a decade ago, he created an algorithm to see who exactly was his favorite band. Now, I do extensive research and rate and review every song. We talk about our memories and artist histories. At the end, we will have all music Music ranked. Hello and welcome to the Toddcast. I am joined once again by Mixmaster Eric uh, for another edition of Music Ranked. And Eric, who are we talking about today? Todd, we are talking about the group Chicago, which um, has been around for a very, very, very long time and um, has some very, very different sounds, as we will discuss later Indeed. today. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, they've been around for a while. And, you know, one of the things that that struck me about them is and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but are is it are all of their albums numbered? Like, I know they started with Chicago and Chicago, Two and, and, and so forth. And like Led Zeppelin did that game where you got you sure. know, Zeppelin one through four and then they started giving them names. But Chicago got like up into like the 20s and we're just, it's oh, just yeah. Chicago 17, Chicago 28. Chicago 312. Is that is that the case, or did they actually have some in there that have names? Well, they did. They had like one or two um, that had names, but for the most part, it was all Chicago. So they started off as the Chicago Transit Authority. That was the original group. So that was Chicago 1, even though it wasn't called Chicago 1, right? But the, after right. that, then it was Chicago 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, and so forth. Hot Streets came out like in the middle of the 80s, I believe, um, which was one that was their first album that didn't have that, and that was kind of uh, – um, mid game. And then from there, they just continue to move on. Now it gets real tricky um, because now you have like a Chicago 30 and a Chicago 32 and, and they did name. So their greatest hits were actually Chicago's with the numbers. So it'd be right. like Chicago nine, greatest nine. Hits or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, for the sake of what I do uh, with ranking, I don't rank greatest hits albums, you know? So, right. So my kind of stuff moves from, you know, the original Chicago's and then it goes to, you know, skips to the 10 or whatever like that. So, yeah, right. but you're right. That's kind of how they did it. It was, you know, n- not ne- necessarily the most original thing in the world. Um, well, consistent, but, I guess, you know, give well, points for that. How, you're right. how, well, it, makes, how, it makes it difficult to, uh, to remember which one was your favorite. <laughs> you know? Well, no, no, that's, I guess that's, I guess that's true. Like, yeah, no, that, that makes sense. How, how old is Chicago? When did, when did the Chicago, transit authority dropped their first album do you know that uh, late late 60s late 60s um you know there was a moment in time when we talk about our like if we got to pick our three years of like our favorites if you did late 60s right. you would be able to get them and the beatles and all these others um but the, the the original album wasn't so hot in my opinion you know so chicago essentially is probably one of your first rock bands um especially early on where you actually had a horn section right okay so so they were Kinda you know at least in my mind, that's kind of what they're known for. I think so. Yeah. I mean, they had a, uh, you know, your your horn section. There was at least three gentlemen, and, and forgive me, there was. Um, I'm going to skip to this right now. Number one, the whole reason that music ranked is kind of a thing is because um, is be is is twofold. I was uh, lost my entire discography of my music. Something happened to my iTunes, lost everything. Um, so the first album that I actually put back on my phone was the greatest hits, a double CD for Chicago. And it just so happened that was the weekend where I was power washing my backyard, which is an entire day, not yard. I'm sorry, my patio, which <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, 
uh, taking that grass right off, right out of the roots. Um, right. But essentially, it it's an entire day process. Uh, so I just listened to the, that album on repeat, repeat, um, which then I started thinking about like, geez, this, you know, this album is going to have a ton of play count. Does that count? Blah, blah, blah. So that it's a stemming point of why I started doing it. And then Netflix had a wonderful Chicago documentary that I mm -hmm. watched one late night. And then I said, wow, I didn't know all about this. And then like, I actually learned way more about it. And that's kind of what turned into the process of, oh, let's pick a group. Let's listen to all their songs. Let's watch stuff about them. So you know more about their history and, or you also get a glimpse of like maybe some, uh, not secret meanings, but additional meanings to these songs, you know, or what, you know, what is this album all about? And then you kind of feel like you understand the band more. So Chicago was the first one that actually did that. And Long story short, I'm recommending the Netflix documentary about Chicago because that tells you all about how the band got together. And this is the one of the first bands that ever had a horn section for rock and roll. So that long story short, that is exactly um, yes. They're the first band with somewhat of a horn section or the most prominent for that matter. Right, right. <clears throat> and so Chicago is the origin sort of of your current deep dive methodology. So yeah, we, because we have, you know, we have them to thank. Well, kind of. Yeah, I think so. Because, I mean, let's, you know, a good documentary. I, I mean, I love myself a good documentary, you know, like I, I like to know, you know, all right, this band was started in obviously Chicago. And and then they talk about how they found a new person here. And, it, you know, maybe like the Beatles anthology is like the best of like saying, hey, they really deep dive. But you can kind of find most artists have something like that on YouTube or on Amazon or, right. you know, or Netflix for that matter. So that was kind of where it started was I was like, well, if Chicago has this and I really enjoyed this Chicago film, maybe I will enjoy others. And then I'm like, well, you know, and then I kind of started from, you know, scratch saying, oh, let's let me look at this list that I had and let's, you know, figure it out. So, um, yeah, that they are they are somewhat the originators of this list and can be thanked, uh, you know, for for some of this insane research that I do and watch these homemade videos of, of everything. But Chicago actually had a decent amount of, um, you know, documentaries slash videos slash podcasts that kind of tell their story. There's even books out there. What I have not dove into the whole book reading situation. Maybe we'll leave that to you. There you go. Sure. 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 So now, I'll, I'm the reader. Fine. That You are, you are. <laughs> so Todd, what's so, all right. So the fact is I, um, I like Chicago. And I'm probably more in tune with the later Chicago, like mid '90s, maybe late '80s, because that right. is dad. That dad listened to the crap out of that music, and that right. is our Peter Cetera kind of like uh, Karate Kid style ballads. You know, you're right. the inspiration. Uh, that is the Chicago that I tend to uh, remember and like a lot of their stuff. Um, I think for the sampling of this, I recommended you listen to Two Greatest Hits. Is that right? Yeah, you 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 recommend because I you've listened to everything and I yes. I just ain't got time for that. I'm not that into them. Um, 30, 32 didn't, albums. Didn't think you that I would have be time for that. Yeah, no, that's that that was not really the direction I was intending to go. Um, so you recommended Chicago, which is I guess not their actual first one. Was their first one called Chicago and they called themselves the Chicago Transit Authority, or is Chicago they Transit both Authority the same name? Yeah, Chicago Transit Authority is their first album. Okay. So if I, said, I listened. I listened to their. Um, you listened to Chicago too. 
<laughs> Maybe. Okay. It's called it. It, it the, in, called in iTunes. It just so just shows up it Chicago. Was. And that's Chicago um, too. <laughs> I got that one. It's Chicago Nine, which was their greatest hits of their earlier yes. stuff. Yes. I think it was seventeen and nineteen, and then a the greatest yeah. hits, and then a greatest hits of their their later years. Okay. So um, you, that's that's what I sampled. Did you make it um, all the way? Did you listen to every single one? All those albums, uh, all five? Oh yeah, I listened to all of them. Oh good. And and good. went through and ranked them in iTunes and and all all oh yeah I'm not I mean I'm not doing the heavy heavy lifting like you are but I'm I'm I, I do my part you know if you'd have given me all 32 I would have a, I will have eventually no, listened to all of them but it's just we will not, that's we will, we will not, not make be those recording now if that's the case. yes yeah we will not make I will not recommend you to listen to 32 of them um yeah. all right so what's your thoughts Todd let, let, give me give me your rundown of your thoughts and we'll see if they align I think they're going to be opposite <laughs> to, to be honest probably like 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 uh, it, it's it's kind of like with Journey where uh-huh. I you know the stuff that you're into the Steve Perry Steve Perry era is good it's fine I like it but I'm more prone to their earlier more musically diverse I don't know if I'd say prog rock per se but but definitely a little more artsy i guess a little more musical a little little, little more uh you know i don't know what word to use there but i think you know what i'm saying um well they they were very there's prominent songs that are very classic rock and they sound classic rock like mm -hmm. saturday in the park you know is a classic rock song um 25 uh, 25 exactly so these are right these are and and like those are the ones when i said well if i had to guess todd's gonna probably like you know uh the greatest hits nine or whatever before they actually started putting out um the ballads because there was a essentially peter satara is their their basis and probably the most famous member of the chicago band right so he kind of stayed in the back um early in their their um, career, their guitar player was called Terry Kath. All right. And Terry Kath was um, a hell of a guitar player, uh, you know, and was part partially writing and, and contributing a lot to the band. Okay. Okay. I believe that there's even stories of Jimi Hendrix actually talked to Terry Kath and said, Hey, you know, like you're just as good as I am. And this is all urban legends. But the fact is that that's kind of reputation that he had. He was an excellent guitar player, but he was a little, you know, whacked out a little bit. He ended up accidentally shooting himself in the head. Um, oh. So he, he actually died. Yeah. So uh, and there's rumors around all that, whether he was drunk, cleaning his gun, whatever. He ended up killing himself, unfortunately. And that was a big moment in the band. Uh, but it was also kind of a like a shift where they were doing all these great, you know, their songs were classic rocks. They were doing horns and so forth. Um, but Peter Cetera was kind of in the background, and then he wrote a couple ballads, and he's the one that um, is the high falsetto type voice. Uh, right. The, and, and, you know, he had a couple good hits, and then they ended up getting – they fell out of favor. I believe they even got dropped by the label in, you know, mid-'80s um, and to the point where they got a um, – I wouldn't say a songwriter, but a new producer that ended up really teaming up with Cetera and creating that new Chicago sound. And okay. that's when you saw this seismic shift in how they um, how they were interpreting basically the songs they're playing. You got less and less horns and classic rock and more of the 80s kind of Cetera sound. And sooner or later, Cetera actually broke away from the group and they got a I wouldn't say a sound alike, but a similar vibe guy. Um, right. Which kept that same sound. But Cetera would go out and put out greatest hits albums and you would just think they were Chicago songs like you wouldn't know the difference. Right. Um, right. But. 
you know, in a nutshell, and they had a nasty breakup in which they were inducted in the Hall of Fame and Peter Cetera didn't even show up, even though he's like oh, the most dear. notable. Yeah, it was, uh, it, you know, it got nasty and ugly in that in the, the end days. And after listening to podcasts and people's opinions on that stuff, um, yeah, Cetera kind of comes off as like a, a, a D-bag in many aspects. But <laughs> it's, it's tough. It's tough for me because I, he's, he's still my favorite. His songs are always at the top of the ones I like. So it's just right. it's odd. But um, overall, you know. The early days are more Terry Kath and rock influence. And right. if I if I would suggest even earlier albums to you and say, hey, listen to the entire albums, I bet there's hidden tracks that you probably like because there are very prog rock moments. There are like yeah. longer strings of songs and stuff that I don't necessarily care for as much, um, but might be under your radar. No, I, th I think I think from my sampling, you know, I think it was a good sample. Um but I think that if I were to go back and say, oh, I want to listen to more Chicago, I would probably start from the early years and work my way sort of chronologically until I'm like, man, this is less my taste more so than, you know, the other way around. Um, and I guess because like Saturday in the park, 25, six to four, like those, those are, you know, classics. Those are on the radio all the time. Like th those I actually had, you know, as part of my collection already, you know, prior to yeah. this. Um, you know, listening to the, you know, the older stuff or I, um, the stuff that came after the, the eighties era, you know, power ballad things, um, you know, along comes a woman, you're the inspiration, you know, that sort yeah. of stuff, that stuff that I remember on the radio when I was a kid growing up, like that's the, like if, if my first memories of Chicago were probably of that, that era because sure. that's what was on yeah. the radio. And, and again, dad listened to, to a fair bit of it, you know, picking up the, the, you know, the Saturday in the park type stuff was more of a off the radio and later in life sort of coming, coming to, to appreciate Chicago in that regard. Um, yeah. And it was a little bit of a blast from the past. You know, I was out for a walk and had, had the songs queued up and was walking around listening. It was like, wow, man, I haven't heard this song in forever. Um, and they're good. I mean, again, it's 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 not that they're not good. It's just not necessarily most in line with my general tastes. You know yeah, what I mean? No, um, no, that, and that's kind of how I figured, you know, if, if they it, were one of those groups that only had five albums and it was the first five albums, you'd probably have less of a, you know – I mean, yes, you might not have as many songs that you recognize or heard, but you might think of them as a different, totally different band because I think right. they were painted, painted in later years as, oh, that's a soft rock group where mm -hmm. that wasn't necessarily the case when they first started. No, no, no. Because, you know, a lot of these I was listening to almost like for the first time um, and especially with greatest hits. Um, like, I don't know that this necessarily holds true for like 17 and 18, but the second greatest hits album, uh, for, you know, from that that yeah era, i'm listening to them and every song is this you know super super dramatic very 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 grand songs and they're all about you know you're you're the only woman in the universe yeah. Yeah. and and there's <laughs> nothing compared to you or or oh we just broke up and my life is so meaningless like it's all very like they are all in whichever direction they're going. Yeah, you're right. Um, you're right. You're right. And, and I was thinking, and I was thinking about it and, and I know we're still working on, on getting these things, you know, into, into the, the website to, yes. to get, you know, Todd's two cents worth in there. Yeah. But 
as we've been recording these, I've then been going and, you know, write, writing those up and, um, how did I, I've got it pulled up here? Cause I, I'm, I'm not, I'm going to forget I, while I was walking. I'm like, there, there, there's a joke in here. Chicago is an acronym for something. And what I came down with is uh, commitment, heavy instruments, chorus and grand overtures. Jeez, uh, <laughs> that's great. That's, uh, be, that is. Because, <laughs> because their whole second greatest hits album is all just nonstop that level of just deep commitment to whichever woman they're, they're singing about at that point. And it just struck me that like that, yeah. this is what these guys do and they do it well. Like, it's not that they're a one trick pony. Like they're, they're very talented. Clearly they've been at it for a few years, but that particular era condenses for me down to, wow, you are really into this girl. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. So that's, that's fantastic. I, um, I never thought of it as an acronym and you, you, you hammered it. I think that was very well. We'll say let's, we will take a quick break here. And when we come back, we'll go ahead and see if we can pop out some of our favorite songs, maybe recommendations, all that jazz. So sure. When buying clothes, you have choices. You can be stylish, be trendy, be outspoken, but those are all the wrong answers. We want you to be like Justin Benline. Be beige. Why show personality in your clothing when you can lock yourself away and be forgotten? Franchise 10 Apparel has been bringing the best clothes and accessories that'll never be seen. Even hermits wear shirts. Visit justinbenline.com and save 30% off the Justin Benline collection. justinbenline.com. No personality, no problem. Be beige. All right, Todd, and we are back. Um, so we kind of talked a little bit about the history. We talked about um, Chicago over the years has changed their their style and tone. Um, and truthfully, we even kind of front loaded a little bit with a documentary that if you're into Chicago, you should listen to. Um, so there there are, are things to talk about here, uh, mostly, you know, maybe um, favorite songs and or favorite uh, albums i will start because i have it in front of me to be quite honest um Do it the reason the reason i suggested to you that uh you should listen to chicago 17 and 19 are those are and if, all right so here's my top four so just you you can tell you can tell what you might not like is obviously the opposite of mine my top four albums that i like are chicago 17 chicago 19 chicago 16 and chicago 18 so yeah and then it goes to chicago too so i um i'm all for you know even though like i'm not necessarily a sappy person like i love songs and stuff like that but if anybody's ever gotten a conversation i don't hear lyrics as much as i hear like the the actual beats and the sounds or right. you know the melodies so right. i don't necessarily care what you're singing about you know, I, you could be singing about pop tarts, you know, or, and I wouldn't care as long as the sound, the song itself has a catchy tune or whatever. And, and for that reason, I always called myself more of a Paul McCartney guy over John Lennon, because I think that was like their mantra, you know, right. silly little love songs is what, you know, uh, Paul would make, but they were like nice little ditties about whatever. And then John right. would kind of be more deep, uh, thoughts and, and so forth. Love myself from John Lennon. Don't get me wrong. You know, Imagine right. might be one of the top songs of all time, in my opinion. But, um, and I think that's where I like this soft rock power ballads 
because I enjoy a air supply or a like uh, like an REO speed <laughs> like obviously I like journey so you know so these are these are groups and oh. the sound that I just think that you and I are probably going to always when we have these episodes it's going to be like yeah I didn't like that you know or well, you're, and it, it's and, and, and again it's it's not a didn't like that it's just not necessarily my taste and and with what you said earlier about you know you, you you're listening more for the music than the lyrics that is very very much like dad um because you know dad would listen to stuff and you know again I'll, I'll throw back to you know the sort of the satanic panic episode we had of you know rock and roll is evil and you know there'd be points where you know m- m- folks would be giving him a ration about how can you listen to this devil music and he's like i don't i'm not listening to the words i i enjoy the music like they could be singing about whatever and it, it i'm not i'm not concerned on that front he was more into the music end of it um and i think that's that seems to be something that you share um and don't what get me about wrong, you I en- where, where are you i enjoy at? the music but i i you know to me the lyrics and the and the you know the the vocal content is is sort of a key piece to it so you know yes if i were listening to chicago 17 musically it's fine it's it's good stuff that you know the the lyrics are a little sappier than i prefer like i am just not into the soft rock end of things and part yeah. of that is part of it's the music and i'll be real honest part of it is just a holdover from just my youth and just it's called soft rock that just sure. seems lame i'm not having anything to do with it. like it's funny that you rattle off you know chicago and follow that up with you know air supply and reo speedwagon because those are you know two bands that i'm like i'm not into any of that that's Dude, some, that's some that's some we lame get, weak stuff but when you know, we get funny. to air supply you're, <laughs> you're well, be like what it's funny what because the, the other day the other day i was listening to spotify and um I forget which REO Speedwagon song came on. I'm like, this is jamming. And I looked, I'm like, oh, this is REO Speedwagon. I thought I didn't like those guys. Like, you know, as you get older, you you, you kind of get over some of those hangouts, you know, and there's a part of me that's not into soft rock because there's a part of me that I've, I have wired to not like soft rock. Sure. Unjustly, you know. Well, and I so, think, so I guess this becomes more or less of a Chicago talk. Cause I really like really when it comes down to it, we're going to talk about it. Like Saturday in the park is my favorite song. There's going to be 25 to six to four. And then you're going to get like hard to say, I'm sorry. You're the inspiration. You're going to get all the, all these other ballads and stuff that I'm going to be like, these are all great songs to me. But ultimately my question is, is this a nostalgia act for me? If I listen to Chicago 17 or 19 or anything this day for the first time, am I going to have the same strong feelings and be like, yeah, that's an amazing song. And that to me is a bigger discussion in which I'm ch- kind of channeling in i'm like "Hmm, eric you know like obviously it doesn't really matter because they are four and five star songs for me now no matter what because i can't just wipe away a history but that is the toughest thing that i have to the grasp be like well people are going to look at me all crazy and is it the music that's really good because i do think i like it but i also like that genre so but i like that genre because of why well, because dad listened to it all the time and it's ingrained in my head during my most formal years, you know, like from right. ages five to 12 or whatever, like Chicago or Richard Marks or late Moody Blues or whatever these like synthetic like kind of, you know, oh, I don't know if they're, you know, what, what the exact sound is, but it's definitely soft rock, you know, and or, you know, right. keyboards or, or that 80s sound. And I love it. You know, I, oh, yeah. I absolutely listen to all of it where well, I don't th- you I probably don't think there's anything. 
I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You oh, know, no, no, like, I'm not like, justifying, I, I mean, you know. I can say, you know, when I listen to, you know, that, that second later year's greatest hits thing, and I'm looking to it, I mean, there are songs on there that are, that got three stars by simple virtue of, oh, I remember hearing this as a kid. Like, they, they got that third star based uh-huh. solely off nostalgia. Like, if I were just gotcha. listening to this and didn't have that, I'd be like, nope, pass, two, two, yeah. two. Like, you know, but again, you know. Well, do you think, so I do think you think valid. nostalgia gives you an ac- extra... Like, cause I find myself doing this all the time. I feel like I get an extra, you get an extra star sometimes for nostalgia, whether the song's good or not, or, or if it's deemed as a greatest hit, even if I don't love it, sometimes it'll be like, well, yeah, I mean, there's, there's reason why this should rank higher, you know? Um, yeah. Which, well, and I think that, I think it goes into the way in which we're ranking. Like we are not music critics. We are not musicians. Like sure. I think if we were ranking this off of just pure, you know, talent and musicianship and technical skill and stuff i think that's a different ranking than you know and if that were the case then yeah you need to strip all that nostalgia stuff out of it but that's not what we're doing we're, we're looking yeah, and at these I don't things think I can't. through the yeah. lens and i think it's a i think it's appropriate to have those factors you know put in there you know i mean i think i mean on all honesty you know beatles is number one for you for a variety of reasons you know, they're awesome. I enjoy them. But I think probably one of the reasons that they aren't ranked higher for me is because I don't have that nostalgia factor for most of it. Because right. I didn't, quote, discover them until far later in life. You know, it's that's right. probably why Led Zeppelin is so high in my list, because I grew up with them and, you know, have a lot of time and memories invested in that, that mm-hmm. if I were looking at it just purely for music, that might not be the case. So, I, you know, yeah, yeah. Don't don't, well, don't I think, double don't double question yourself too much on that because I think you're you've got the right approach there. Well, I think that's also when you go when I go through the list and I you know it, music ranked is a, is a section of number one I'm just ranking my music and we're we get a little nerdy and I give recommendations and stuff but for the most part I write about like all right you know some of these group artists like I can easily pick out four or five stories in which I can write two or three paragraphs about and like my memories of and as you can tell with certain songs certain groups like you could be like oh you know when you write that you kind of realize oh this is probably why i like this group i don't know this but this is probably why these songs where if i played this song the you know if i went to allmusic.com which is a prominent like forum for stuff like that and they rank it i bet a lot of the stars you know for some of these songs might be like three and i might give it a five and it might be a matter of like yeah that has to be you know the average audience thinks this song of this way, but I think of it so much more because something ingrained in me. And I think that happens a lot, but I think Chicago is one of those bands that get this instant bump. Um, now granted their later stuff, which I, I truthfully don't like a lot of their later stuff. You know, they put out an album that was pretty much a, a big band album. Um, and I'm not sure if you're familiar, but they put out like a straight up big band. Uh, like it kind of reminded me of like, uh, the cherry pop and daddies and, um, there's another famous one from like the nineties that did big band. Right. Right. Um, I wouldn't say my mighty, mighty boss tones. They're not big band. Are they? That's God, my friend. That is. Okay. Yes, that that's is, right. So, yeah. which, which, which Scott, Hey, they, they have horns, right? <laughs> right. Right. No, I, I get where you're going with that. Uh, I yeah. Guess but I, this. is Chicago yeah. still putting out music? Like what is their most recent entry? Cause like they've been doing this since the late sixties and they've got, a, you know, 30 albums. You said, are they still actively producing music or did they at some point actually say yeah we're we're, we're good we've, we've done our, our, our duty uh you know they might still tour 
Um, I didn't get that that Chicago was putting out anything, but I mean, it's one of those things where they, you know, they've lost people, but they've replaced people um, right. over the years. So I wouldn't doubt that they could. I don't think they have, or maybe they would have a, a rougher time. I'm gonna look here, just online here. ChicagoTheBand.com is the official. Uh, the official band, and we'll see if they have any tours or anything coming up. Because sometimes, you know, well, I can't. I'm not say even I'm necessarily saying. I'm not necessarily saying even touring because you know there there are groups that are, you know, are still out, you know, trying to make money, you know, feed themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, touring doesn't mean they've necessarily put out an album. And yeah. I guess that's more my question. When is the last? Yeah, they, when's I the mean, last uh, Chicago like, album drop? I think I think 32 or whatever like that was like 30. It was like uh, 2006 or 10 or so forth. I don't have it okay. in front of me at the moment. And, that's you fine. know, the internet at my fine. house is god awful. Right. But it's not <laughs> like they just put out one last year, which is basically right. I think the question, you know, that's, or yeah. saying their last album was 1997. Um, right. You know, they did. You know, so they had. You know, they could probably put some stuff out because they still have most of the guys alive and or you know could be. Um, they did play at the Hall of Fame and that was several years ago. You know, they had the guys all in the Hall of Fame. But um, overall, I think, you know, I think Chicago is a fantastic band. They do have different sounds. I mean, you there's definitely two distinct bands there. There is pre, I would say probably, you know, pre Satara and and, and basically once they get to the the soft rock kind of hit. So you can't just listen to a Chicago song and say, oh, this is the sound. You kind of have to have a little bit of both. Put you on the spot, Todd, and I don't. I I know you probably don't have a list of the songs in front of you. If you had to pick your favorite Chicago song, uh, what what is it, and maybe um, you know, why is it from their first several albums? Because <laughs> <laughs> no, we know I, that's I, the case. If yeah, you come if out I, and I, be like, "Yeah, <laughs> Along Comes a Woman" is my favorite song, I'm like what? <laughs> it's all been a long con, Eric. No, I yes. I would say it's definitely twenty five or six to four. Is, is definitely my favorite. It's 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 just a it's just a good good song. Um, you know they've they've got some, uh, some good you know instrumental interludes there. It's it's just it's just good stuff. Um, you know it's it's one of the songs that I've actually done you know my own sort of research on because you know for, I mean right out the gate twenty five or six to four. What is that even about? What 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 is that you know? And you know you do know that what it's about well, right? Well, and I've, I've come to find out it's 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 you know a song they wrote you know in the, in the middle of the night and it's yeah it's it's 25 or six minutes to 4 a.m. It's yeah that that's that's what that is, um and of course you know you look these things up on Wikipedia and you go down the rabbit hole of all sorts of other information like well I didn't know that uh, apparently it got banned in I forget which countries but but some countries uh because they felt that it, it was you know some sort of drug overtone situation oh. to it, which is, which is a big people, you know, people thought that the 25 or six to four was some sort of like reference to, you know, mm-hmm. quantities of drugs as some sort of drug deal situation, which is, is not the case. It turns out, um, yes. but no, there were a bunch of countries that had like banned the song for that reason, which they've since lifted. Um, oh, good. Which I thought was interesting. <laughs> um, you know, um, but no, I just I just really like the song. I'd say a, a close runner up would be Saturday in the Park, which is probably a little yeah. bit, uh, you know, cliche in that, you know, if, I think if you look at it, you know, most folks and said name three Chicago songs, I imagine those would be at least two of the three that they'd mention. 
attention. But they're good songs. I, I, I you know, I very much well, enjoy them. Um, that's why people can mention them, I, right? <laughs> that's right. That's, that's how um, that works. I believe there's a song called Beginnings, I think, that is yeah, also yeah. pretty good. That yeah. is, again, from mm-hmm. that older era. Like I said, I don't, I don't mean to besmirch the, the soft rock end of it. It's just not not my go-to. Um, and so, you know, if I, if I were to pick a, you know, a favorite album, I would probably say Chicago Nine, but that's a greatest hits and therefore is cheating. That um, is cheating. <laughs> so is I think I would... I think I would probably go with either either the first one or I think it was Chicago Five. I can't remember which has Saturday in the Park and which has Twenty Five or Six to Four, but yeah. it'd be one of those. Sure, and I mean you'd probably, for to get a good estimate, you probably should listen to one through eight if you really needed to pick, you know, your best yeah. album. Yeah. Um, but I, I I will let you cheat, and I I think the greatest hits. Now me <laughs> on the other hand, I'll take the later greatest hits because you know that's my my right. style. So we're right. both cheating today, but it's fun that they had two greatest hits and they were both so freaking different. Um, oh yeah. It makes it easy for recommendations. though. I didn't have to say Todd, listen to the first eight albums and then listen to the next seventeen or whatever. Um, <laughs> right. All right. So, yeah, in the grand scheme of things, we're at the point now where um, where our rankings are to the point uh, we can't rattle off. I will give you oh, a no. little update. Go. Chicago, <laughs> Chicago jumped uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young for me and Boston, um, but still kind of fell um, below some of the other ones like Pink Floyd and, and Simon Garfunkel and so forth. They did jump the Moody Blues for me um, slightly in, in average. So out of just give me a general where they would fit in your overall rankings of the artists we've talked about so far. I would say taking them as a whole. I'd say they probably find they pro- probably would fall somewhere in the lower end of the mid range. Yeah. Like I like I still think mm-hmm. I'd probably pick them over, and I hate to shit on Simon and Garfunkel. You hate level, my because yeah, I really that's do, fine. I don't hate them. You hate it's just that we're working our way from you know what you would proclaim to be the best and working your way down. I know. Like I know. You know. Don't get me wrong. It's, These it's are not all that they're bad. Great. Yes, you're right. You're right. Um, Just, but I, I think they still beat them. I think that if I had to put Chicago up against, say, for example, the Moody Blues, I think I'd probably take the Moody Blues. But who do you take out of Boston? That, that's always one of the ones that I, you know. Now remember, Boston's I think I, latest album. Just remember that when you say stuff like this. Well, and that's the thing. Like, like if I'm thinking of these groups as the groups as I know them. In which case, Boston exists entirely within their first album, and Chicago exists almost entirely within their first greatest hits. I think I'd take Chicago over Boston, but if you expand it to the whole catalog, ooh, that gets dicey. I, I you know, eh, I, I don't know. That's they, they, they that give would, each other yeah, a run be a matter for of saying, the mediocre take, money. <laughs> that's it. Take take the greatest hits albums of both and see which one's better. But all right. Well, I'm being um, I'm being bombarded with children now because it says the episode's about over. Todd, um, the next on our list is going to be I think we have Phil Collins on the list, Todd. Nope, nope, nope. No. Are you seeing a different list, Todd? Um, I, I, I'm not. I'm not seeing a different list. I'm making a. Uh, I'm making a, a. A call on the field. I'm making a. I'm, I'm oh. pulling an audible. Oh and boy, I like this. What do we got going? You know, what are we doing here? Well, so you know, I, I enjoy your list, and I think it's a good basis for the show. Um, and it's not that I'm not feeling any love for for any list that I might have, but um, given 
you know, the, the Simon and Garfunkel situation. And given that we, <laughs> we've, we've just done an, a, you know, basically one that was very heavily centered on soft rock, I feel like I need to, uh, to palate cleanse and switch it up. And so what I've, uh, I took a look at your list. I took a look at my okay. list. And, and, and there's a lot of overlap. The Venn diagram yeah. there is, 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 per, is pretty solid. But there, you know, I, I took a look at my, I'm like, what do I have on mine that Eric doesn't have on his? Because you've, you've got quite a few on yours that I don't have. And it's been a, a great, you know, discovery experience. Um, I want to pay that forward to you, Eric. Ooh, and that so sounds exciting. The, the highest up on my list that does not exist on your list at all is a little band called Tool, um, which is probably, you know, as far away from soft rock as you can get without actually delving into death metal. Um, okay. You know, they, they, they've got a, right. a nice hard edge to them. Um, so what I'd like to do is I will, I will shoot you some recommendations on, I guess, how much tool have you listened to? I am familiar with tool. I couldn't tell you much about tool. I know of the song schism and I know of the urban legend of that. You can play um, uh, entire tool album, um, beneath uh, or under the nightmare before christmas movie and wizard of oz pink floyd fashion um, okay. don't know any and that is about all i know so this is going to be exciting because let's face it i haven't really discovered a new group and and listened to a discography of a group for quite some time so i will go through the entire treatment like i do with everything else and i will completely jump in and i will find their discography and get that on itunes or or what have you and uh listen to podcasts and this will be a nice little break, um, yeah. and as you as you note, the palate cleanse, and uh, well, I will be excited to see if they where they fall. Will well, they be my Simon and Garfunkel? That's the question. <laughs> there you, know. you go. Well, and lucky for you, they do not have thirty-two albums. Oh, good. They've got. I think they've got somewhere between five and seven. So it's oh, it's, oh, it's it's a it's a workable doable. amount. That's um, absolutely you know, if you, doable. If you, if you don't want to hear them all, I can shoot you some specific recommendations. But I oh, we got to do them all. I think Todd. that's what that's, I'd like to do next. Get, I, I sort of switch to, it up. Well, that, that is perfect. your way. All right. All right. Well, that's <laughs> fine. And then, uh, and then after that, we'll go back to the Phil Collins. But I'm perfectly fine yep. and uh, and absolutely excited. Uh, hopefully, we'll find some uncharted uh, gems that I'm not aware of and throw those on the five list and get them in some new uh, playlists. So that's exciting. Um, Heck yeah. So Perfect. not to cut you off, not to not to take charge, but I'm gonna cut you off and take charge, and we're we're wow. gonna, we're gonna steer this ship a different direction for a quick episode. I so, love it. Good deal. Well, thanks, Eric, again for all of your your soft rock insights. Um, I much appreciated. Uh, as always, you guys can can check out the list and and the write ups. Uh, where can they find this, Eric? That is at musicranked.com. That's right. A, a beautiful website curated by my kid brother about all the music that, that we enjoy uh, growing up and our, our two cents worth on that. Um, thanks again, Eric. Thanks again, listeners. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, go, you know, listen to some songs and declare your absolute undying, unending true love for <laughs> whoever it is that uh, you, you, you have that for. And, or if you've just broken up, tell, tell, you know, you can, you can sing about how miserable you are and how nothing in the world has any meaning anymore without that one special person. Um, and until you've done that, I hope y'all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast podcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas, you'd like us to chat about, you can reach out on social. Search for Toddcast Podcast. 
visit our website at toddcastpodcast.com with a single D in Todd. There you will find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes. If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the Toddcast. Um, speaking of, we have a nice m- musical interlude. Indeed. What are you doing? Hold on one second. What are you doing? Can you give me 15 minutes? Yeah. Okay. Hey, Laney's going to get you some food. Hey, do you want to pop? Laney will go get you on. God. Sorry, we got um, baby. He's now trying to get under. You want to pop or you want oatmeal? That's quite the... Well, the thing is with popsicles, I don't, I mean, I'm not super worried about the um, sugar. I mean, I understand that there's sugar in it, but essentially right. it's just ice. So like oh, yeah. I give him, it's better than saying, do you want cookies or M&Ms or something like that? Well, you, so, you, you'd said, do you want to pop? And I, I just picture you handing the kid a can of Coke and that's oh, like, wow. No, and then you're like, do no. you want a pop or an oatmeal? And I'm like, well, there's a, there's a variety <laughs> that, that hits a no, spectrum. I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't call, I don't call them pops in the house. I, I've never called, I haven't called it pops since uh, high school. So right. I am a, he, he did hear me say M&M now that he wants to. I don't have M&M's, buddy. I don't have any. All right, Lanes, I'll be out in about 15. Oh, <laughs> can you hear that? Oh, the breakdown. He was He's not, not happy. happy with you shutting she that let door. Him in the, yeah, she let him in the bedroom. I got to calm him down real quick. What? I don't have M&M's, buddy. I don't, I don't. Buddy, if we don't have M&M's, I can't give you M&M's. You understand that? Like, but Laney did bring you a pink pop. Do you want something else? Fine. You want to eat an apple or a banana? So I'm, I'm giving you an op- option of a popsicle, an apple, banana, or oatmeal. Which one are you going to pick? Let's be reasonable. You're a kid here. Come on. <laughs> I don't think I have any. Hey, I got a juice. You want a juice? I got strawberries. <laughs> He's a God. I hate it when he gets them. You know, you can't really reason with three-year-olds. No, no. Like, I, I was telling you that we, M&Ms, and now he thinks we have them, which we don't.